Welcome to the sec no the third episode. <laughs> the third episode of Fatplay. Uh, thank you for listening. Uh, I'm Sean. We got Cassini, what King, up? AC. What up? Say hello, everybody. Yep. Hey. What up? <laughs> And yeah, you listen to the third episode of Foul Play. Um, we're going to be talking about our regular segment to begin with, Idiots of the Week. Got some good ones for you. It's always fun talking about these stupid motherfucks. <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> yeah, always new ones too. Every single week we got stupid friggin' people. And it's just... like we're never going to struggle to find them because someone oh. will always do something. Oh, and in, in the internet stupid. age too, it's always on Twitter, yeah. like on the top of your feed. A lot of NFL talk this week. Got some news with Cutler, obviously. We got key players because we're really getting into the new season or the, the actual season coming up. Finally. We've got some offensive, defensive, rookie talk. It's going to be great. And then we're going to list some more top tens, not QBs this week. We're going to be doing running backs and maybe another list. We'll see what happens after that. But after that, we're going to be talking about our next pick of the week, who's going to be in the pig pen with John Jones. Let's yep. go. We're going to be talking about that later. <laughs> uh, and then uh, we'll wrap it up with the UFC fight night talk. Sergio Pettis versus um, Brenda Moreno. Moreno, right? Not Romero. Nothing crazy. <laughs> yeah, not, not Romero. Romero. <laughs> I don't think that, Pettis would have won if that was that, the case. That's, that would have been a better fight. That'd be interesting. No, it was a pretty good fight. Just Pettis looked good. Yeah, yeah we'll talk later. Also, talk about McGregor and Mayweather. Big boxing match of the summer coming up really close. It seems like it's super far away, but it's coming in three weeks. Yep. Yeah, twenty sixth. Yeah, <laughs> it is close. It's finally here. Um, yeah, well, mainly we're not really I'm talking about, about Floyd. We're mainly talking about the Connor and Paul, Paulie and Malinaji That's situation. Right. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, they had a little bit of beef in there or something. We'll, we'll wait for Floyd. Right, he's kind of keeping to himself right now, but uh, surprisingly, we'll, we'll touch it. Yeah. All right, let's kick it off, John. All right, let's do this. Idiots of the week. Stupid idiots. And number three, we're gonna go right into it. I got the Baylor coach decided to race one of the tackling robots that he had that the team practices with. <laughs> He won the race. Don't get me wrong, but little fast was kicking it. I'm sorry, oh, yeah. that guy had some. Wait, he, he raced. He raced the tackling <laughs> machine. You know, like it's a robot like in a foot race. Yeah, oh, yeah. So they ran like a forty well, yard dash to the end. He zone. used feet. The other one used wheels. But <laughs> how fast does that thing go? Like, I can't imagine. I mean, he was the guy's pretty quick. I mean, yeah. It's pretty quick, but it's like quick. he got the. I mean, it's not. It doesn't start off fast. It like yeah, leads into it. Yeah, gotta pick up some speed. Any human being should be able to get the absolutely better start. Yeah. So he wins the race, and for some reason, I guess the robot just takes like losing seriously, and he decides to go and fucking hit stick the shit out of this coach. No way! Oh uh, yeah, totally, totally <laughs> gone. So the guy falls to the ground, and everybody's obviously laughing, pointing, laughing. But you know, the robot hitting the coach—they must have inserted that Madden hit stick button. So <laughs> it was great. And you could see like they had freeze frames of it, and like you see coaches in the background like about to witness like him getting ran over, and they're like pointing no. and like dying. Laughing. Oh yeah, it was great. It was at least, great. At least the guy was a good sport about it though. Like yeah. he was laughing. He what wasn't like who took the video. Anybody know? I guess one uh, of the Baylor players. Yeah. yeah. Did we'll we tweet, tweet that out yet? We're, we did. Yeah. We did tweet it out, but we'll put it refresh everybody. Yeah. We'll put it out again. Hashtag yeah, he was basically saying it was like the Terminator <laughs> and like all that stuff. He's like, we can't trust these robots. For real. <laughs> Skynet yeah. is online. Because he won the race, he comes in at number three on our Idiots of the Week. All right. <laughs> now we're going to go to number two is uh, the San Diego Chargers. Now, the it's who? not the San Diego. Oh, Los, Los Angeles oh. Chargers. Hey, come on, man. Look at that. <laughs> 2017. Get it right. Los Angeles. <laughs> so. So weird. They have another team too, right? 
Los Angeles Rams. 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 Yeah, it's yes. crazy. Everyone's York. going to LA. Everyone, yeah. So the Chargers ended up fucking up pretty hard. The whole so. team is the idiot of the week. Not maybe the whole the organization. Office. Yeah, the front office. Whoever runs, so, their, whoever runs yeah, on social media. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Basically, they tweeted out a happy birthday to their rookie wide receiver Mike Williams from Clemson. All right. So they tweeted out happy birthday on August fourth. Uh, yeah. His August birthday 4th. is okay. October fourth. So they have the fourth right. <laughs> yeah. Don't you have to like, halfway there? Don't you have to sign that up like when you get your paycheck? Like then shouldn't they know your birthday? They have that in uh, well, the computer system. Who found out? Like what happened with that? He, well, he, he tweeted. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah. Um, he saw it and tweeted. He's like, well, it's not my birthday. That's not till October 4th, but thanks for the early birthday wishes. <laughs> so then, he just roasted his own fucking yeah. team. That's oh, yeah. hilarious. He did like the crying laughing emoji face. It was yeah. <laughs> very, very funny. Someone yeah. probably got fired for that. Like, Oh, it's probably like a little fucking, like a teenage girl on her intern job or something. Probably. I can only imagine. Someone who doesn't know sports. Yeah. They should probably listen to us. Absolutely. So not only is this guy out for all training camp and possibly the entire season with a herniated disc, yep. but his own team that drafted him in the top 10 does not know his birthday. <laughs> it's always a good start to a new season. Yeah. For in real. your new career. <laughs> so now we're going to get into the number one idiot of the week. This one's amazing. Unanimous. This one's amazing. Unanimous. We didn't even have a discussion. Like, no, we all knew. It was Christian Hackenberg of the New York Jets. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Second yeah. Jet out of three episodes. Yeah, seriously. Lucky Whitehead was the first idiot ever for us this oh, dumb motherfucker has been playing football his entire life all right no. he gets kicked out of out of practice because he didn't he doesn't know how to break the huddle not just one time it's that, happened twice numerous yeah. times the second time they did it they're like okay get off the field just yeah. leave oh, they, that's they said, it, just leave you just have to clap in unison to do that right like, uh, i mean what, that's what, I mean? what i always thought but i guess they have a certain thing that they do or todd Bowles might have some type of way that he does but like i mean it doesn't really say in the article, but like how to break a huddle. I mean, I don't play football professionally. <laughs> yeah, I just don't know how to break a huddle. I assume that they like have like a known thing. Like this is how we do this say, here. This is how we do this here. And like, so he must have like broke the huddle shitty. They and they're like, yo, get three. back in that fucking huddle and break it the right the only way. The and he just jets. did it again. And they're like, get the fuck out of practice. <laughs> You're I, gone. This is something that you teach kids in Pop Warner football. I'm doing that right now. Like you learn this when you're 10. Yeah, right, like yeah. what? What are you? What are you doing? It's you a, went to Penn State. You know what's important? It's like it's the biggest thing about football. It's a team sport. So if you're not like all in one group, all in one mind, like the morale is up. You know, it's not going to be good. So I, I can't imagine like especially why. if that's your quarterback. That's like the leader. Exactly. Of your offense. He's probably all like hungover, like not having it that day, and he just didn't want to do it. He right. Just, I can only imagine. I'm trying to give him credit, but there's no, no backing <laughs> him up on this. No, there's like. <laughs> Here's the thing. This team is destined for less than four wins. They might get the first pick, most likely top three, top five pick. Yep. There are good quarterbacks in this draft. If you're trying to not have the Jets draft one of those guys early, at least know how to break a fucking huddle. Yeah, like, you're not doing yeah, a really good job Yeah, they're not asking you to be Brett Favre or like Peyton Manning. Oh, this, just, just break, just break the huddle. a huddle. Yeah. We, we know we're not going to do it. Well. Just break the huddle. Yeah, no, you can't get, get out of here. Get on the field. That's it's a it. typical Jet thing to do. And honestly, if we started this show – like a few months ago, he could have been our idiot when he was hitting sideline reporters at practice, like air mailing throws. Like yeah, that's another story that we <laughs> back. So he has had a not so good off season. I think he just sucks. Oh yeah, yeah I think he thinks not, he sucks. I think most people think he sucks. Like there's no defending him on this. There's no way you can even say like, oh, he knows what the Jets are really are in for this season, so he doesn't give a shit. Ooh, or what if total heel turn? He <laughs> knew if he fucked up, 
the cadence and all that breaking the huddle stuff he's like i'm gonna get thrown out of practice if i do this so let me do it that's what i was trying to get at right? before yeah maybe like, he's just like fuck this so he just knows what didn't he's feel yeah. like playing quarterback today so maybe you know? <laughs> he's not the biggest idiot but the biggest genius yeah maybe he's like i don't want to i don't want like, to be a starting quarterback with the jets i'm gonna die <laughs> well if this gets him cut from the jet we'll make him a pig of the week yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes yes we For will real. Uh, All right, so Christian Hackenberg comes in at number one on our Idiots of the Week, but we have two more that we want to talk to you guys about. Oh, all right. Um, I'm going to start off with uh, these people organizing a rally for Colin Kaepernick. August 23rd, they're trying to start a rally to go outside the NFL headquarters. Whoever is leading this started uh, made a poster with a United We Stand rally for Colin Kaepernick. The only problem is they spelled Kaepernick wrong. Idiot. Like, <laughs> no way. I can see you really care about this guy. You don't even know how to spell his name. What did they like post it online or something? Yeah. It was, <laughs> yep. It's exactly what they did. I'm going to take a, a wild guess. I see guess. it. It looks official as fuck, too. Yeah, except, except they forgot did how they to spell it. They didn't they? Yep. It's just K A P E R N I C K. United we stand. Yeah, they're, they're definitely incredible. Clearly, United you can't spell. There are three A in there. Yep. Whoever <laughs> tweeted out to Mike Williams about the birthday probably made that petition. Yeah, probably. <laughs> the other guy that we're talking about is actually in a Pop Warner football game, I guess, down. Was it you? No, it wasn't me because it's in season right now. Ah. Kids breaking out like it looks to be a 90-yard touchdown oh, yeah. run. Oh, I saw this down the left sideline. Smoking down the left sideline. Smoking. Smoking them. Guys sure got this like isn't a, you? No, they may. <laughs> Guy's got like 20 yards before the next defender even touches him. Ref's backpedaling, backpedaling, turns around and pushes the kid before he touches the end zone. The ref? The like, ref. Pushed him or like their feet tripped up? Uh, it didn't look like the feet tripped up. I mean, we'll tweet out the video and you guys let us know what you think. <laughs> but to me, he pushed him and then waved his hands at the air, blew his whistle and said, oh, yep, he's down at the five. No he called way. him down. He didn't just say like touchdown. No. Nope. There was no instant regret in his like None. posture or anything like that? No, wow. he fell on the floor himself. But he got back up and was like, oh, no, yeah. That, Spoiler alert. He probably had the under. Spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say either that. I wasn't going to say that. He either he had the under or he's a parent on the other team. Yeah, probably. Like, you ain't going on my kid. He's been on Pop yeah, Warner right? football. He's like, oh, I'm already down this week. I can't, can't afford to lose <laughs> another one. I mean, I coach Pop Warner football like Mike was saying before. And if this, if I was the coach of the kid who was running that touchdown, I'm ready to kill. Oh, of course. Oh, kill. Because with your team, that would probably His be parents. the only touchdown I could yeah, score. The whole season. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> We'll see how that goes this year. Uh, real quick, I wanted to say something off topic of sports. AC, we were talking about this the other day. Uh, there was something in the news about Usher or something like that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there was this girl. This her, her name. Good. Usher has herpes, right? Yeah, yeah. That's, that's, Usher has that's herpes. the base of the story. There's a couple people. There's, <laughs> there's a girl. Yeah, there's yeah a not guy. many people know about that. Yeah, yeah. there's a girl. There's a guy uh, suing already. Wait. Yeah, it's kind of like the Bill Cosby thing going on. Yeah, everybody's right just now. like, oh, and, uh, I sucked Usher's dick. Give this, me herpes. Yeah. <laughs> the you thing is, you got to see this that, woman, right? dude. There's no way this woman slept with Usher. She's a fucking... Oh, my God. She's, she's a, a mammoth. Hog. Oh, she's a, she's a grenade. <laughs> yeah. Like, Jersey guys got to use that launcher. term, right? Easily, yeah. easily 450. I'm not even joking. 450 or something. Like, Stop. Jeez, so there's no shot. Her name is Quantisha Sharpton. Mm. She is a pig. So, she's going off <laughs> not, saying not the good Usher, the wild hog. She's, she's saying herpes. But the week before, the funniest thing, she tweeted out, "I need money. <laughs> I need money." Sad face. Yeah, because <laughs> that's not obvious. Yeah, no, yeah. she was just. There's no way that's going anywhere. It's just funny because uh, you, you, we, we'll tweet this out too. Yeah, can we tweet out this picture? You got oh that picture. Incredible. Oh my lord. <laughs> she kind of reminds me of the one from Orange Is New Black. Except like plus like two fifty. I mean, I can only see her face. Oh, I could have fucking gonorrhea any 
every fucking venereal disease in the world. And I so all she wrote was I need money, and then said this about Usher. I mean, and then I might make a tweet that Usher gave me herpes. I need money. And then a couple hours later, she tweeted, "Enjoy my last couple days as a regular girl." Jeez. So it's like because she's going to jail. She buried herself before she even had a chance. Fucking, she's an idiot. You're right. Good job mentioning this (laughs) during the greatest segment of all time. (laughs) Cuddy time. Yeah, we can move on. I think it's time for. The Marlboro Man, Jay Cutler. Smoking Jay. Think? Smoking oh, Jay man. is back, baby. Him, dude. He's back. The you NFL is one. not complete without Smoking Jay in it. They're not ready for this. Jay Cutler. smoking on chain smoking. Playing dude, New England. I miss him. Like, I was tired of just seeing his butt pics online. I kind of <laughs> miss him actually playing football. <laughs> we need new, more, new cigarette pics. Everybody so. here knows what happens, but what happened? Jay Cutler got traded, right? Nope. No Jay Cutler. Oh, no. He was, he a, he was a free agent. Oh, he was retirement. That's right. He retired to become a Fox News, I guess, sports anchor. I'm not sure about Don't quote me on that. But <clears throat> Tannehill goes down with the knee injury that we discussed uh, before. Again. Yep. Last week. And Dolphins reached out to him. And he put the, the anchor position on hold to go play back and play for the miami dolphins on a one-year 10 million dollar contract nice good for him dude it's all about that fucking money now, the thing is a lot of people like you see everyone there's bashing it like oh cutler's back blah 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 if you look at his career numbers do you know who he has better numbers than actually Most troy aikman oh really yeah if you look at their side by side he actually has better numbers so like he gets a terrible rap but he's not that bad Yo, you can win games his with Jay cutler. line were he always had a terrible, terrible. Line. Five He's six done. years ago, he was like a starting fantasy football quarterback. Yeah. I would always get yeah. him in like the tenth I, round. The last time I won, that was my when league. I would win a lot. It was him. <laughs> yeah, back when he had Marshall, like he was an animal. Yep. Cutler could win new games, and now he's with a team that won 10 Brandon Marshall year. refused to play like with anyone besides him, and he said like he was like the only quarterback he loved playing with. Did you see that he offered him his house? He's like, if you need a place to stay, you stay at my house. That's sick. Yeah. Marshall? Yeah, this is Miami house. Yeah, they were. Yeah, yeah, they were like, great. oh, that's really sick. close. Yeah. Well, that's great. Yeah, I saw like a, a 30 for 30 or something, some type of documentary, and Marshall's got like mental issues, but yeah, his boys, like uh, Jay Cutler, they they have like really, really good It's like good obviously background. like a Kaepernick talk will come into play here because people, yeah, of yeah. course, people are crying saying, all right, they're signing Cutler, Kaepernick's <laughs> out there, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Let me just give some stats on why the Dolphins signed Cutler. It's oh, a no-brainer, but go ahead. In 2015, the last time Cutler was with Adam Gase, who was his offense coordinator, now his head coach. In right. 2015, his completion percentage, 64.4, career rank second. Yards per attempt, 7.6, career rank second. Damn! TD to int ratio, 21 to 11, career rank first. Passer rating, 92.3, career rank first. Fourth quarter comebacks, fourth, career rank tied first. He had his best statistical year with Adam Gase. Why would he sign Colin Kaepernick, who he has no idea how he'd be in the system? The system when Jay exactly. Cutler's sitting out there, and you can get a starting quarterback that is great in your system for and ten it's, million. It's not like you have like the whole offseason away from him. You have a couple weeks, and then the it's season a no-brainer. Starts. Yeah, exactly. You don't have all through training camp, all through mini camps, all that. It's yeah. hey, uh, preseason starts this week. We need you to uh, get up to speed. He knows the system. This is exactly. totally the, the move you had to make. Like you can't even put the bat. You, you got to put everything aside that what you think Cutler is about. Mm-hmm. Taking himself out of games, faking injuries, whatever you heard. You got to put that <clears> on the back burner, and you got to put this man on the field. I agree one hundred percent. Cassini, you said he was sitting there waiting to get signed. He was literally sitting on the couch. <laughs> I think that I think that honestly, this is the only situation he would have came back to, like barring an injury, like elsewhere, like definitely. Say, Say Dallas got like uh, Zach got hurt. I don't think he would have went only because it's a completely new system and like no time to learn it. Exactly. He knows he's destined for failure. He's now not he's not. Did you hear what he said though about him not yeah, being in shape? Cardiovascular. We're, we're really, yeah, we're yeah, really he's... bumping him up right now, but he, he's got some downsides. Yeah, he's, he's, no, he <laughs> like, does. People asked him about not being in shape, and he said 
pretty much he's a quarterback. Good thing I'm a quarterback. Yeah, he doesn't really have to be in shape. <laughs> I mean, he he's smokes right. a lot of cigarettes. Yeah, yeah. Give him, chain smoker. Just give him his mobile reds and he'll be fine on the exactly. sideline. Exactly. I can't wait to see him smoking smoke a sidelines. carton on the sideline. Maybe he, break, he breaks the huddles with Marlboro's in his mouth. Flicks a cigarette and he's like, all right, let's go. He gets to stay on the field. Hackenberg, <laughs> get out of here. Guy stays on the field for smoking a cigarette, but he gets kicked off for breaking a huddle. <laughs> so good. Um, but yeah, Cutler has weapons. He has a good running back behind him. He has Devontae Parker, Parker who's yeah, going to hit deep. Landry. And Stills. De Parker and Stills going Ajayi. deep with his ball. Got a good team. They might be better this year with Cutler. I think they'd be better on the Patriots. I don't know about that. All right, calm down. They got it last year, and I think they Their have better be quarterback play now. They'll definitely come in second in that division. Yeah, see, like the yeah, difference yeah. between mm, the Bills, I don't know. The Bills can compete with them. The, the Jets, no. The difference between <laughs> Tannehill and Matt Moore, very minimal, I think. Right. I think they were pretty similar quarterbacks. Me so too. That, I mean, Tannehill Hill, I feel, had more upside. Yeah, definitely. It, like, their actual... I don't think they could have done up. well with Matt Moore starting 16 games this no. year. Maybe eight wins max. Do yeah. you guys remember that one game where Matt Moore last like last year where oh, yeah. he just got fucking rocked? Playoffs against the Steelers. Yeah. Like, they died. Yeah. yeah, he just And totally, then he came back in after a play. It was nuts. I thought he was yeah, dead. Yeah, I was like, oh, he's out for the game. And he was like, oh, actually, nope. Completely wrong. That, he had CTE for eight minutes and was just like, no, it's gone. I'm good. Let's go. That's Let's a true this football game. player. Cutler's taking his fair share of shots, so he better oh, yeah. be ready. No, definitely. And, you know, th- those defenses are definitely coming for smoking Jay. <laughs> and when so. I brought up Landry, we were going to talk a little about what happened with him, but it's a non-issue, non-story. It was made up and, like... Yeah, that what I'm saying is his girlfriend's denying the whole battery case. And you know what? I had him in fantasy for a couple years, so I like him. We're going to go with his yeah, side. he didn't beat anybody. Until there's a video, I don't believe it. Exactly. We're all pulling for Jay. We stand for <laughs> you, Jarvis. Um, Martavis Bryant should be reinstated this week. Um, we were talking in our yeah. discussions a few days ago that makes if he no wasn't, sense. we were going to have the NFL as idiots of the week because definitely. the guy did everything no he sense. was supposed to. Like, right. They're like, like oh, the... yeah, you did everything? Nah, we'll wait. We'll make you wait. Like, it made he... no sense. Like, they literally said, like, he did everything he's supposed to do, but there's just no reinstatement. He was smoking weed, right? Yeah. 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 Big crime. Oh my fucking God. Yeah. It's crazy. <laughs> He's getting the Josh Gordon treatment. He's still on the Steelers, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Wide receiver. I mean, that him coming back, If you know, when he does come back. That's huge. It is. Oh, my it God. Is huge. It Physical takes specimen. so much off. Le'Veon takes off Antonio. Oh, yeah. Opens it up so everyone. much easier. And you yep. know for a fact he was working out that entire year he was out. Oh, yeah. that's. I feel like. Even uh, what's his face, Josh Gordon. Even though he's not playing, I feel like that's all he did when he couldn't play. Because yeah, he knows he can come back and play. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. Josh Gordon is is a great receiver, and for some, for something that is not even horrible, it's not even harmful. It, it helps the these players. Yeah. It really, I truly believe that it really well, helps these it players. Does. Why would they all be doing it? You're you're taking this so, like, kid's career. <laughs> I, yeah, but it does help. No, I'm sure it does with all the like. Yo, they're getting rocked. Like, you they're know, like, people that have stomach issues that do it because it helps their stomach problems. Oh, so these players, guys, these people are getting hit twenty four seven. Players have come out, and, and even Hall of Fame players have come out and said this helped me back in my day. Well, does that NFL make it a performance enhancing drug? Then? My my favorite UFC fighters are the Diaz brothers. They do it every day. Because yeah, I don't know how that performance helps enhancing. Them. Like, it's not like you're getting better. Like, no, if you were high, you'd probably be worse. I would assume. <laughs> the bottom line to it, though, I mean, all all of this talk aside. The NFL says don't do it. Don't be an idiot and do yeah, it. Yeah, you shouldn't right, do it. Right. That's it's still like breaking the law. And most days, it's like oh, yeah. you can't do it. But it really does increase this 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 offense for the Steelers. You know, Big Ben's got another weapon to go with Eli Rogers and Sammy Sammy Coates, and of course Antonio Brown. And you can wow, even yeah. throw Le'Veon Bell in a receiver core mm, at yeah. that point. That Definitely. team never is like not looking good, and I hate it. 
<laughs> yeah, no, their offense is nice. Yeah. Uh, always. But um, so Bryant will be reinstated, and someone that possibly might be getting suspended, as we spoke about before, is Zeke. And Chris Carter was saying that he has, like, intel that is going to be a little harsher than we thought. So Good. Is there I a deadline on when we're going to know that? that. No, so no like deadline. It's, like, it's like, news. Yeah. Zeke yeah. might get this. <laughs> Zeke might get that. We were supposed to hear by either yeah. this week or maybe next week. I thought it was going to be right after Hall of Fame game. Like, yeah, all right, if they're cool, like, Jerry, like, you got his stuff. They didn't exactly, want to ruin his weekend. They're exactly. Like, Come on, Jerry Bear. Have Jerry Jones freaking blowing Goodell under the desk, waiting and praying. Let's and, go. Like, give me, I love come it. on. Let's Only two it, games. <laughs> Only two games. I love it. Fuck you, Jerry Jones. But, uh, yeah, so this has been I hope looming. it's nothing just because how happy John is right now. No, I, I, I'm uh, fuck, I want fuck him dead. I don't hope that. I'm the only one who I'm normally bad for you with the whole against John thing, but not on this. I mean, this suspension has been looming since I had a full head of hair, and uh, <laughs> it's been long enough. And I think with what Chris Carter is saying, it's going to be in the four to six range, not two. Just give him at least two. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, Just but give if, him he two. Still, if he does two or three, he's still going to appeal it, and you don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, we don't know when it will happen. But other Fucking than that, bullshit. Andrew Luck might miss week one. Old news. We kind of have been expecting that. Yeah, that changes. We already talked about We'll that, talk yeah. more on that if it ever changes. Yeah. And uh, that's basically it for the NFL news. All right. All right. Well, oh, wait. One more injury. Uh, Quincy Inunua. Oh, the Jets. yeah. <laughs> oh, cool. I forgot about that. <laughs> Their only offensive weapon other than Bilal Powell. Hey, dead. Oh, my God. It's really funny yeah. because – Two games. They like win two games this season. Yeah. Nah, you're right. He is injured all the time, but it's... I've still got to give him the respect for just being Matt Forte. Do the Jets play the Browns this season? Of course. Ooh, I think so. <laughs> what do you mean, of course? They don't I mean, have I don't know. Two AFC right. teams. And it, it's really funny. Cause Actually, I, they will because they both came in last in our divisions last year. So, yeah. Yep. They probably play in London or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> they should send that game in London every year. That'll they, be the fucking No, because then nobody in England league. will ever watch football. Who cares? This, this literally. <laughs> do you? I don't. No, I got, not, the, not I got this update to my phone from, you know, just because I get every update possible. And when it's what the update said is that it was Jets' top receiver. Quincy Inouye is your top receiver. You have a little bit more problems to really worry about. Like the dude only had what eight hundred yards last season, at most. He, he was pretty good. I mean, yeah, he wasn't. I'm thinking fantasy wise, he was pretty good. But he's not a number one. No, definitely not. <laughs> he's a three on a good team. Listen, yeah. go out like a borderline two, like a bad two. Can I tell they you lost. guys the uh, the career catches for their current wide receivers without him? Robbie Anderson leads the Jets right now with 42 career catches. They all came, they all came in like three games. Like, Followed dude. by Sharon Peak with 19 catches. Then Jalen Marshall with 14 catches. And the next two guys on their depth chart are rookies Ardarius Stewart and Chad Hansen. You know what's even funnier? I don't know any of those fucks. <laughs> <laughs> well, they had Decker and Marshall starting last year, right? And yeah, on, but so. I, I'm just saying, like, still. You can't just yeah. have that for your whole yeah. starting receiving yeah. core. Like, oh, we have a bunch of rookies and then, like, a couple two-year guys. It's crazy. Todd Bowles is definitely uh, – he's got his hands full They're with building. this team. Coach of the year, man. He's in... do, you, do you guys think that he makes it to the se- through the season? Honestly. It's just, here's the thing. Like, how do you, why do you fire him? Like, he hasn't – like you said, he, he has nothing. He's setting them up to fail, but – Exactly. Well, because if they get somebody new in, who's going to want to take over this? Because right. you're setting them up and to fail. And then how many so. years you give it? Oh, we're giving you the like, dump stuff, dumpster fire. You get two years as well? Like Yeah, like, no, because nobody's going to be able to bring <laughs> I, that up. Hypothetically speaking, just a scenario to give you guys. Mm-hmm. They fire balls midway through the season. Woody Johnson throws money at John Gruden. 
I was just going to say you're going to say Gruden. It has to be someone like that. It has to be a big name. Bring this team to a championship. I like the Jets suffering. We don't bring New York market. Super Bowls is what I'm telling you. You're going to have a top five pick. You're going to get one of those three quarterbacks. You'd have to. Yes. And then he's a big quarterback. And then you have that quarterback. He's a big quarterback guy. I'm telling Mm. you, like that. That's that's something you might be breaking. John Gruden, he's not stepping away from the Gruden grinder, man. If (laughs) If the money is right, you go. I don't know. Even if it's a Jets. He's got a cushy spot on that Monday Night Football casting station. He's he's the personality of that show now. Something has to blow his mind. New York is the market. But you're 100% right. It has to be someone like that. It has to be a market like New York, too. And someone like that. The fact that he will be getting a top pick, unless the Jets magically pull, like... They're not. You can end that right there. (laughs) Pretty much. But that will definitely be an influencing factor. It's something to think about. No, Absolutely. And we want to hear what you guys want to think about. You can tweet us at Foul Play Podcast on Twitter. We're also yeah, on Instagram yeah, yeah. at Foul underscore Play underscore Podcast. But yeah, you can get at us on that. We want to hear what you guys want to think. Get at me, dog. We need to post more Instagram pictures. Yeah, we do. Yeah, I was going to post a Jeff Fisher eating anything, but I post on Facebook. No one's liking this shit. I don't get it. <laughs> I think I do a damn good job. We appreciate the people who are head. liking I'm it. Though. Yeah, yeah our Twitter gets some likes from like randos. Yeah. Smacking my head on videos. I mean, yeah. Come on, man. Give me do? some love. Got, I, have, like, I have CTE just? from posting these videos. <laughs> All right. for the CTE. Moving on, we got... Uh, Free agents. Our Intel into the new season, right? Yeah, that's okay. what it is. Do you want to do the free agent acquisitions? Yeah, let's go. We got a lot of impact players. I want to give a... Sh- I want to do this real quick. Shout out to my coworker, PJ Campbell, for giving us this topic. Really helped us out. I think it's a good segment, man. Mm-hmm. Looking forward to you guys listening more and more. Yeah, once John told us about this uh, from you, we were just like, yeah, no, that's a great idea. We're going to do it. So yeah, thank thanks. you for that. Thanks a lot, man. Someone set the rules. What are we doing? This is what we're doing. We're going to give you our impact players of what's gonna, who's going to affect their team the most. We're going to start off by giving you our offensive free agent signing that impacts their new team the most. Then we're going to do a defensive free agent. Then we're going to go into the rookies and do an offensive rookie and, an off- and a defensive rookie. So I'm going to start my offensive free agent is uh, Terrell Pryor going Ooh. from the Browns to the Redskins. Not, I don't know if you guys knew this, but he turned down a multi-year deal yeah, with, with the Browns yeah. to take one year, eight mil to go to the he Redskins. He king on himself. Yes. Yeah. So he must really like Kirk Cousins. Or really he hate only got Cleveland. like eight or really mil. Really hate he? Did he only He's get eight mil? He only got eight mil. Yeah. One year, eight million dollars. Last year he had seventy-seven catches yep. and over a thousand yards. It's crazy. So five too, different quarterbacks throwing he, to him. That was with no, yeah, with no court, no stationed quarterback. So picture him with Cousins. He can easily can't you say at least ten to fifteen more catches? After them losing yeah. to Sean, I can see way more than he 10 should or break more ninety catches. catches. Ninety. Yeah. If he came away with ninety catches. Mm, close to 1300 yards and 10 TDs would any of you be surprised not at no, all not at all and it's crazy just how he started out as a quarterback mm-hmm. like, and then it's like oh where can we put this guy let's put him out hopefully he knows how to do it and he's just awesome yeah and he's still so got young. the speed got the body now he, for it. he's, the fin- he's yep. finally got a quarterback to roll with so I'm really curious to see how it's going to happen with that. It's going to be scary for uh, our division. Yeah, no, it, cornerbacks. It I mean, my defense is top notch, but we'll keep it at that. My D line is my secondary, and yeah, my cornerback. I, I, I need a pass rush in the <laughs> yeah. secondary. I'm going to do Brandon Cooks for the Patriots. Okay, nice. I really don't even have to say much because they're a Super Bowl winning team, and they just added a great receiver. They would they traded their first round pick for it, so basically they drafted Brandon Cooks. Like, and you would have to say. Would you rather have Mike Williams in the first round or Brandon Cooks? Mike Williams is dead, so oh, I yeah. think that was pretty oh, pretty good move. Pretty good. <laughs> I mean, when Can't you go to the, 
you, you can't go wrong if you add something to the Patriots. Exactly. You're just upgrading at that point. Now, do you think he's going to do well fantasy-wise like this, or do you think he just makes life easier for the Edelmans he, and all those guys? I think both. I was listening. I, I saw a video of him making one-handed catches yesterday in the end zone. Gronk said he looked amazing. He didn't do anything wrong. So I think he's going to improve that team. This might be Brady's best weapons of yet. Oh, oh yeah, definitely. definitely. You, you go from Julian Edelman and LaFell. Oh, my God. Or, just or two years Julian ago. Edelman, Malcolm Mitchell to Julian Edelman and Brandon Cooks. They never have mm-hmm. the same two people for uh, no, like don't. two years. Like, no. So they're always yeah. switching and they, they just always keep kill the, it. the slot receiver and that's yeah. it. Yeah. That's all he needs. No, they have that's literally all they need. And then maybe a healthy Gronk, hopefully, this year. Healthy Gronk, Dwayne Allen, Hogan, Amendola, they still have. Like, they're, right. they are deep. They, they don't win the Super very Bowl. Very deep, their uh, weapons. This guy, Brandon Cooks, is honestly probably the most, like, he's, like, the most special. He's he's very, like, uh, what's the word? Physically gifted. Yeah. Like, he's, he's great. Skill-wise. But he's also, like. Not even their top target. Yeah. Right. <laughs> he could yeah. be a number three. Some yeah. Day, some games. He could be the third option half the time, and he'd Brady will num- still find him. Cause... He'd be a number one on the Jets by far. Oh, my God, yeah. He's spoiled. He's gotten passes thrown from his whole career yeah. from Drew Brees, and, and now he's going to get from Tom Brady. It yep. is crazy. Exactly. I wonder how his speed is going to translate from that turf that he was always on to, like, sloppy conditions in the wintertime in New England, though. So, right. something to think about. But, I mean, that move is great. There, there's no knocking that move. Yeah. They'll coach him good. <clears throat> Sean T., uh, my offensive free agent, come on, Brandon Marshall. Yeah. I knew it. I knew you were going to do it. He gave me the I'm look. I'm so happy, dude. I can't wait to see this offense, like, get in there. Like, the thing I like about him most is, um, in, during, like, when he was with the Jets, he would always talk up, uh, what's his face, the quarterback, fucking Fitz, it's Patrick. He yeah. did. He reacted. That's his thing. He always, like, brings the team up, brings the spirit up. In the Giants locker room, he's already saying, like, Odell's better than him, this, this, and that, like. He's just an awesome guy, and he's going to be insane going side-by-side side with Odell. Yeah. What do you think, John? Think I him. don't give a shit what the Jet players are saying about him. I think he's a great <laughs> thing to have in this he's locker He's not moving either. Like they're, He's still in New York, so it's, it's perfect. <laughs> and he's going to be a great red, red zone target. It's like, he's like, a great. He's going to be a good leader for this. He, I, have, I have a very good feeling he's going to keep Odell in check. That's what I was going to say, because he's a player that throughout his career, he heard shit about like his yep. personality and this and that. Yep. So he's been through it all. So now he could be like, hey, Odell, I know how it is. This is what you need to do. Get everyone to stop talking. We don't talk about Marshall in that sense anymore. Like, oh, he's a head case. But yeah. Yeah, no, no one talks about that anymore. That's he's cool, all collected. done with. Yep. I mean, there's always that uh, chance he might blow up. And if Odell is there, too, it's going to be nasty. But because yeah. um, the Jets were saying some that he was a drama queen. But you never but... saw it. No, yeah, you never heard about it. I feel like he, he wanted to win, and they're a sinking ship. And I, I think it's just hard, yeah. I think it's just the fact that he went from the the Jets to the Giants. I mean, you know, yeah. not most Jet fa- players are you know pretty happy about that. Play like a Jet. Yeah, like a jet. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> and you're wearing a Francesca shirt right now. Yeah, exactly. Fumble the ball. Too perfect. <laughs> My free agent acquisition. I could easily do Alshon Jeffrey. Makes life easier for Carson Wentz, but I'm not going to do that because I feel like you guys expect me to do that. Plus, I just plugged him. Go Eagles. Um, <laughs> I'm going to say Deshaun Jackson. Nice. Because just Mike Evans is probably like, oh, my God, thank you. I mean, last year, going to the year, they had Cecil Shorts dead and then, like, could never yeah. find that other guy. Well, like Adam Humphreys. Adam like, Humphreys, and they would just throw a Cameron Braid. Yeah, like, like it was, it, who's looks slower than Witten. Yeah. <laughs> so, um. Deshaun is just a lifesaver there for not just Winston, but Evans as well. Evans can't get doubled all game anymore. Last year, looking up numbers, Winston completed just over only a third of his throws, 20-plus yards or more. That's awful. That's, that's with That's with Mike Evans. So 
Deshaun's just going to make life so much easier. He is 30 now, but guy could still fly. We saw that all last year Absolutely. and throughout his career. So he will definitely make life easier for that whole offense. Yeah, and O.J. Howard going there too. O.J. Howard, Godwin. Yeah, they got Penn a State. lot of weapons for Winston. Oh, yeah. He's a veteran from the He's East, gonna man. He's going to do good year. outside. Mm-hmm. Oh, we, we all know Deshaun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See if Winston can keep it together, though. That's the main thing. Real quick, I'm going to go – because did we all pick receivers? You, you didn't pick receiver, did you? No. No. Most of us. No, I did. I had a receiver. Oh, you mine did? Was, mine was pro- prior. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. All receivers. Yeah. I got two more, actually. I got all right. Jeremy Macklin to the Ravens. Okay. That's uh, huge. He's talented, man. He's very talented. Oh, yeah. uh, he's not doing good in fantasy recently, but uh, I'm a big fan of Macklin. Um, this is where Flacco's going to earn his check. Like, if he can't find Macklin, what, what are you going to do, right? No, you're absolutely <laughs> I mean, Flacco's got to get off of this injury first. And then when he gets back and he starts getting a connection with Macklin, I don't see why they can't. Like, Macklin did great with Alex Smith, and Alex Smith. Here's my kind of comparison. compared to what Flacco is. Yeah, absolutely. You know, in my opinion, Flacco's elite. I feel like Mike, Mike <laughs> Flacco, Wall- about Flacco is elite. I feel yeah, like Mike one. Wallace is kind of like a poor man's Deshaun. Yeah. Macklin was Fast. excellent with Deshaun. Yeah. yeah. Excellent. So now that he's with Someone that guy that, that could take the top off. Yep. So if yeah. you can't, safety's got to watch out for him instead of exactly. So yep. this this situation for Macklin is much better than the one he was in with Casey. Mm-hmm. Similar to that, Eric Decker to the Titans, like mm-hmm. Mariota. Another he's got very some, good one. He's got security Eric blanket. Now. Yeah. Yep. It's uh, the same exact thing in my opinion. So all wide receivers. Yeah. <laughs> to well, get off of the wide receivers, league. you can't forget about Adrian Peterson going to the Saints. <laughs> Here we go. We were supposed to all have one each, and we're like, <laughs> this guy, this guy. Yeah. I, I mean, said there's two. just so many. Like, there, I, I didn't actually are. do any defensive ones, so I'm just going to let you guys talk for that. I was, really I was looking I was looking at like all the accusations and everything like that, and I'm just sitting there. I was like, Jesus Christ, there's so Maybe many offense. offensive moves. For real. Don't, like, forget, don't forget my boy Marshawn, too. Yeah, Marshawn. Yeah. Oh, wow. Man. I didn't even think about I that. About him. It's crazy how many <laughs> offensive players got moved this offseason. Yeah, off it could be. It's gonna impact. Be, impact offensive Yeah, yeah like, they're all going to make some. Here's another name. Martellus Bennett. Yep. Went yes. to the Packers. Jeez. That's awesome for Aaron Rodgers. Mm-hmm. Most athletic tight end they've had since Jermichael Michael Finley. Yep. Yeah. And it, He's going to be awesome there for him. Hopefully he lasts longer than Mike Jermichael Finley. Yeah. Cheese brains. Broken neck. All right, let's list those. Uh, <laughs> Cheese brains. Let's list those defensive. All right, impact uh, players. I went last. I guess I'll go first this time. Mm-hmm. I'm going with Calais Campbell. Uh, left the Cardinals to go to the Jaguars. He was a Pro Bowler in 2014 and 15. Last year, he didn't make the Pro Bowl. Still had eight sacks. Signed a four-year, sixty million dollar deal. The Jaguars made a lot of moves actually on defense. They also signed Barry Church from Dallas and AJ Boye, the cornerback from Houston. And now Calais Campbell is paired with last year's defensive line signing Malik Jackson from Denver. So the only thing is Campbell's going from a 3-4 to a 4-3. He's going to be starting at defensive end, but will also play defensive tackle. I highly doubt a player of his caliber will be affected that much from a 3-4 to 4-3. He played 4-3 in college. So um, he's a monster of a man. He's 6-8, 300. That is huge. Wait, what? 6-8, Those are the numbers I actually heard you say. 6-8, 300. 6-8, 300. He's a mammoth. And I think that the Jaguars had a sneaky good offseason. They, got they, they definitely did. And they made veteran signings on defense to go along with young kids like Ramsey and Fowler and all those guys. Mm-hmm. And uh, Jaguars made moves. So um, I'm going with Calais Campbell. John? Uh, my defensive free agent was uh, actually, Cassini just mentioned him. It was AJ. Mm. Yeah. So Cock boy. Yeah. <laughs> AJ, he signs a uh, a five years, sixty five million contract, twenty six guaranteed with the Jaguars. Like you said, they made fucking moves, man. Mm-hmm. They they want to get back into a winning stage. Mm-hmm. Um, just a couple, you know. He's twenty five years old, six foot, 
190 pounds. He's got great speed, good hands. He had a great, great season last year yeah, with the did. Texans. He, he definitely did. made himself, you know, a name. Oh, yeah. So, you know, this is a good sign. It's a good D-back to have on this team just to know he real impact this defense. The whole defense got impacted. Jalen Ramsey doesn't have to move from side to side. He no. can stay on one side, but he on another side. This just makes life easier for Ramsey. Seriously. 64 tackles, one sack, one, or six, one interception, and 16 passes def- like defended. That's awesome. Like yeah. Obviously, you're not throwing to this guy's side, but right. when he did, it was shut down. Mm-hmm. And now you have to throw at him because – you're not going to avoid Ramsey all game. So you're right. You're going to have to. Good luck. Yeah, you got to. You got to do what you got to do with this zone. Good signing. Um, my defensive player is big fat boy Don Terry Poe. Nice. Oh, Signed with Atlanta boy. Falcons. There we go. If you guys don't know, remember Don Terry Poe? He he was a uh, D tackle on Kansas City that went in for Wildcat and th- threw a touchdown. <laughs> yes, he did. Oh shit! I actually remember that. Yeah, <laughs> that was fucking awesome. So yeah, he's on the the Falcons now. They signed him to a one year, eight million dollar deal. Um, I think Cheap. Gonna... That's a perfect move because he's getting up there in age and yeah. he's going to just kill it for their run stop. Exactly. Now the, you get more pre- uh, pressure off Vic Beasley, rushing the passer. Mm-hmm. Freeze Ro- it up. Yep, exactly. Clog up blockers. And just another thing, he's got the Eddie Lacy treatment going on too. He ah. weighed in less than 330 pounds, so he got $125,000. He, wait, he's less than 330? Yep, now he is. He just lost weight. I wonder what he played at in Kansas City. He has a chance he... to, make up an extra, to make an extra half a million dollars. I feel like I'd want him fat. Yeah. Like, that's yeah, his yeah, thing. Yeah, like, the front Just hole. a big, fat fuck like a Vince Wilfork. RIP, you yeah. retired. You had an oh, awesome yeah, career. You were the Vince. man. Yeah, shout out Vince Wilfork. Yep, exactly. Four went out for the homie. But, uh, yeah, I'm going to have to give it to Duncan. I, I was about to pour some water. Yeah, don't pour it. <laughs> Vince Wilfork deserves it. Uh, no, yeah, and you know, there's an, another impact to that. Him doing that to the Falcons is hopefully they can hold a 25 point lead. Nah, probably. Him. <laughs> this is two weeks in a row with yeah, you. Yeah, you're Falcon, you're man. a big time. I hope we don't ever go big in Atlanta because they're gonna not. Tom Brady the goat. That's all I'm saying. You're right about that. <laughs> all right, let's do the rookies real quick. All right, my offensive rookie. I I talk about him a lot, and it's Christian McCaffrey. By far, he's going to have the biggest impact, I think, as a rookie with that Panther offense. Cam doesn't have to run around the pocket 24-7. They can use him in the run game. They can use him in the pass game. He's going to be like a better Danny Woodhead, in my opinion. And he's like, a when, little bigger. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's quicker. He's going to do punt returns, mm-hmm. kick returns. This guy's going to score beyond, in my opinion. I think he's going to impact this team huge. No, I loved that pick. I loved him in college. Uh, he should have won a Heisman two years ago. Ah, should have. Um, this kid is excellent. Not only did they draft him, they also drafted Curtis Samuel, yep. another guy, wide receiver, running back combination, who can put them all over the place. They finally gave Cam weapons that aren't just big, bulky guys in the backfield like Stewart and Tolbert. And now they have guys that Cam can finally throw to outside out of the backfield. Like, yeah, he had Fozzie Whitaker. He's more of a special teams guy. Exactly. Benjamin came in overweight, so who who knows how much they can re- rely on him this year until he gets yeah, back who else in shape. Is who else is but, on um, that Just Olsen, Funches. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. So this guy is definitely going to make a huge impact for this team. It was the the best place he can go. I agree. My impact rookie is uh, Tennessee Titans draft pick from Western Michigan, Corey Davis. Love nice. Him. He's 6'3", 209. I think it's just something Mariota needs, big body. He looks like a baby T.O., yeah, I, I almost wanted to cry when the Eagles didn't draft him because he got drafted fifth overall. I was praying he would slip, and he didn't. Yeah, I think that's going to really help out Mariota. Hey, he's got Decker. Rashard Matthews. Yeah, Danny Walker. Damn, that's getting, right. getting a lot, building. He's getting a lot better weapons than he had last year. Two no, he way, this year just shows much of, uh, such a bright side for, for Mariota this yep. year. 
Oh, yeah. I think the thing with the Mariota and Winston draft, those teams made sure let's give our kids everything they need to succeed. Mm-hmm. Like yep. when McNabb first came in the league, he was throwing to like Pinkston, Freddie Mitchell, and James Thrash. These teams were like, nope, yeah. not us. We're giving you exactly what you need. Now go be great. So it took like a couple of years, but they mm-hmm. built it up the right way. They're building up the offense around them. Yep. Um, and mine will be another running back, Leonard Fournette. Uh, I think he's going to be a workhorse for the Jaguars. Definitely going to get over a thousand yards. Uh, he has a rare size and speed combination. And the most important thing is he's going to allow Bortles to not have to throw 35 to 40 times a game. And Ivory's getting old and injured. Yeldon is a second round bust. This move, this pick had to be made. Leonard Fournette is an absolute beast. Uh, and disgusting. I actually read that he's been catching the ball better than they anticipated. So if he could do both running catching. Watch out, because yeah, he's yeah. going to get 250 plus How do you carries. think they do this season? I don't know. I'm kind of blowing them this podcast. <laughs> yeah, really, yeah, like, I really am. I think and, we all are. And as, like, a, as a team, I don't think they're going to do anything. But the thing is, that division's so weird. Like People talk like, oh, the Colts should win the division. I think the Colts might come in last. Yeah. If luck is really banged up, yeah. Titans, they look good. Yeah. Houston, their defense is still top-notch. Who knows about the quarterback play? And the Jaguars made a ton of moves. Getting a great running back, well, hopefully a great running back, and defensive uh, signings i mean who knows anyone can win everyone was on the jaguars last year watch it be this year when no one's on them anymore that they actually do something you might never be. know and uh i guess i'll do my defensive one first and we'll just go back in reverse order yep. yeah uh, ac i'm star- sorry that i stole them from you it's uh gary and conley oh uh, yeah I was, <laughs> I was a little upset about that <laughs> sorry um cornerback raiders uh played at ohio state uh he's actually not practicing or playing yet because of shin splints but um, they said that they're basically just waiting until he's 100%. If it was yeah, the season, it? he could play, but why do it? Um, he's absolutely the epitome of a shutdown, lockdown corner. And they stole him because of legal issues, yep. because of a girl making up rape allegations that have been that cleared. cleared yep. Been cleared. They stole him. He should have never slipped to where he did. Some stats on him really quick. Last year, he only allowed 159 yards in coverage, fewest in the nation on a min- minimum of 30 targets. Opposing QBs posted only a 14.0 QBR when targeting him, which was 8.7 points better than the next cornerback. So he was almost 10 points better than the next uh, cornerback's QBR rating against him. And uh, their starting corners last year were David Amerson and Sean Smith, who both struggled immensely. And he will definitely be starting sooner rather than later once he's healthy. Yeah, I think he might go right away if he's ready. Because we know that offense is going to score open, so if Sean they Smith. can get a shutdown yeah. corner to help stop scoring, yep. make life easier the, for Mac. They had one of the most uh, the long balls in the league. Which mm-hmm. They were the worst. Because Mac gets to the quarterback, but when he doesn't, those people weren't really doing their job, and Conley yeah. should. All right. Um, my rookie is for defense is going to be Miles Garrett. Nice. Um, I'm pulling out for the Browns this year. Hopefully their first-round pick pans out one time. <laughs> Seriously. From Texas A&M, just like another – Incredible pass rusher, Von Miller. Mm. He's a 6'4", 272. I saw in scrimmage the other day, he had four sacks. Really? In yeah. scrimmage? In Jeez. a scrimmage. I mean, still. <laughs> I mean, I think he's going to be a real impact Monster. player. He's going to give them at least a – he's going to be the building piece around their defense. Oh, definitely. He was so, so good in Texas A&M. I can't so imagine good. a world with the Browns actually make the playoffs, I, man. That's not going to happen for a I while. I can't imagine <laughs> I'm pretty sure that the last time they did, their starting quarterback for that game was Kelly Holcomb. <laughs> you know more than me yeah. man, on that one. <laughs> I, I don't even know who that crazy. is. I'm not gonna lie. All right, my defensive rookie impact is another Brown, Jabril Peppers <laughs> it is a of name. Michigan. 
They had the, the he's going to impact this defense so well everywhere. I mean, when you're on Michigan's defense, they were the they were the second best defense in college football last year. You can't take anything away from Bama, obviously, but like he led that defense. He had mm-hmm. 47 tackles and 16 of them for a loss. And he played everywhere. Yeah, you could put him at safety, him everywhere, D back, uh, linebacker. There, even, I Damn, even read I, I even read articles that he's going to even play in the offense this year for the Oh, Bucks. I could see it. Like Patrick Peterson's rookie year, yeah. this get the ball in his hands. He's a playmaker. Yeah, he's quick too. Michigan used to put him on offense all the time. This kid could play. He's he's an athlete. They don't really know what position he's going to play and stay at. They're going to start him at safety, but he's such a good athlete. He could he just can go. Around. He's a rover. He's literally mm-hmm. a rover. And it blew my mind that he dropped that far because he was projected really high. Yeah, he was. And then throughout, like, uh, leading up to the draft, you could see, like, all the prognostications were saying he was sliding in. Didn't really make sense to me. I guess it was because he didn't have a set position, but if you could put someone anywhere, yeah, give me him. him. <laughs> yeah, seriously. I'll take him. He's only an asset. All very good stuff. Uh, we're going to be doing <laughs> – our top 10 running backs? Yeah. You're definitely not doing top 10 tight ends this no, week. No, we are <laughs> not. Definitely not. Sorry. Next week. Who wants to start? I'm, I'll start it off. Right. So I'm going to start from 10 to 1. Okay. 10, I'm giving it to my boy Marshawn. Maybe a little biased, but I think he's behind one of the best O-lines. Well, I almost put him in mine. Yeah, me yeah. too. I got him in mine. Number 9, Melvin Gordon. Coming off an injury, but I feel like if he could stay healthy, he could be one of the best running backs. He could be top 5 if he stays healthy. Yep. Freeman, I would have him higher, but he's got the the he's sharing Sharon Coleman. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna have Jordan Howard. Uh, I really don't think he has much around him, so I feel like they're gonna rely on him a lot. I feel like he's gonna have to take the workhorse. Uh, Demarco. Um, what number is this? This is number six. Okay. Um, he had 1,200 yard, 1,287 yards last year, nine touchdowns. He's behind a really good O line as well. Um, then I'm going to have Jay Ajayi. Uh, at five. Yep. Okay. Number five, Jay Ajayi. Number four, I'm going to have LaShawn McCoy. And number three, I'm going to have Ezekiel Elliott, unless he gets suspended for like mm-hmm. four years. They rely on him so much. Yeah. Ball's always in his hand. He controls the time. It doesn't matter if he gets suspended. I think we all have Zeke in our top three. Yeah. I do. Oh. Cassini, maybe? Maybe, maybe it's not all of us. <laughs> Two, Le'Veon Bell. He's one of the, if not one of the best uh, running backs. He does everything. But I think him and David Johnson. We can all, like. Yeah, I'm a little biased. Yeah, yeah. I love it, David it's, Johnson. It's it's personal preference. Yeah. Whoever you like. I'm gonna more. go with David Johnson. And there's catcher. there's no wrong answer by the way. It's yeah, no. Bell, it's... DJ, and that's it. Yeah, they're Case on their goals. own tier by themselves. Yes, yes. They're one and two, mm-hmm. and then Zeke is also borderline there, and then it's. Yeah, you gotta get Zeke into the league a little bit more than to yeah, put him exactly. up there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm gonna go with David Johnson. He catches, he does everything. They I'm rely happy on John him so much. Made that comment because that's how I based my list. Oh yeah, is how long I've seen you do it. Nice. <laughs> so that's right, why yeah, when I made when I made. I mean, the David face, Johnson hasn't been doing it long either. All right, let me go. Let me go. Cassini's <laughs> <laughs> gonna like my number ten, Legarrette Blunt. Ooh, <laughs> all right. I don't know. I liked. I always liked Legarrette Blunt and um, eighteen TDs last year. Yeah. I remember bad yeah, games yeah. against the Eagles as a Giants fan, where their their running back would just crush our line and just run them over. And I think Legarrette Blunt has that power. He could do that. Oh yeah. Uh, Adrian Peterson, number nine. Ooh, okay. <laughs> my 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 line's a my lineup's a little bit weird. I got eight. Marshawn Lynch on the Raiders. It's I not like weird. it. None of us are right. 
Yeah, this is all yeah, no, opinion, no, no. and these are all great it's, players. It's definitely yeah, yeah. we're like probably Hall of Fame players. You're like, oh, I put Adrian. What do you mean, Peterson? <laughs> like, no, he's awesome when he's healthy. Yeah, apparently, if you put Eli at fucking six oh, on yeah. your quarterback, yeah, 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 well, you get yeah, criticized. Yeah, no. <laughs> but okay, keep yeah. going. All right, uh, don't do that. What was that? I got seven. I got Lishon McCoy Whoa. on the Bills. I got Demarco Murray on the Titans as number six. Okay. Uh, I got Devontae a little higher than you did, Anthony. I got him as five. Um. I think you I, guys I had those two reversed, right? Six and five? Um, six, I had DeMarco. Five, I had JJ. I think he had oh, seven. Oh, so seven was Freeman. Okay. No, uh, eight was Freeman. Oh, shit. I have the Falcons going deep again, so I think Freeman's going to be a big mm-hmm. factor in that. Um, four, got Jordan Howard on the Bears. Okay. Yeah. Uh, three, got Zeke. Hate him, but mm-hmm. got to put him up there. Le'Veon, two, and David Johnson, one. Ooh. Damn it. Yep. <laughs> All right, John, you go. All right, going from only, 10. I'm the only dull guy, I think. Yeah, Start, starting at 10. Damn it. You can't take him out of the top 10. He's still the best running back in the game, in the league. I got AP with the Saints. Uh, going to number nine, I have Devontae Freeman. Coleman scares me, so I still got him up there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Melvin Gordon at eight. Hey. I always liked him. I was a big fan of him, even when he was coming out of uh, college. Mm-hmm. And he, he's, you know, he's finally hit his stride last season. Uh, number seven, I got Jay, Jay Ajaji. He's going to be a workhorse. I, w- I wasn't too keen on him last year. Mm-hmm. I thought it was a fluke, but this guy really can run his ass off. He's got smoking Jay with him now. Smoke, oh, the smoking Jays. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, oh fans nah. want to see that. There you go. Number six, DeMarco Murray. I hated him when he was in Dallas because he just ran all over everybody. But now with the Titans, he's still proven to be the top one of the top backs that we you know we have in this league. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't just the Dallas line that everybody criticized him on. Number five, Jordan Howard. Great rookie season last year. Mm-hmm. I fucking called it. Not not yeah. gonna you know toot my own horn here. Yeah. But even with nothing on the Bears, he's still putting up 1,300 yards. Yep. Number four, LaShawn McCoy. He's been doing it since he was the with the Eagles. He's just a freak of nature so quick. His cuts are crazy. Number three, I did put Zeke only because he was – you know, he, he really, I hate him as much as I any, any other Giant fan, but the guy's talented. You know, you don't run 1,500, you know, 1,500 yards and – Absolutely, and, and and you know, not being the top three in my We're opinion. We're so salty about putting him high. It's it's bad, you know, it, yeah. just because he's a cowboy. Yeah. Number two, sorry boys, as much as a fan of him, I am, and as much as he has the biggest dick in the league, David Johnson's <laughs> yes. going to two, David, and Le'Veon Bell, Bell is, one, is number one. There Le'Veon just he does it all. No, it's it's it's, 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 it's one or the other. One A, one B. It's really one A, one B. When yeah. we do that, it's not one two. It's one A, one B. Absolutely, yeah. basically. <laughs> Yeah, like if you could have any of those on your team, you're gonna give whatever you want, like ev- yeah. everything you have for those players. All right, yep. see, Xeni. All right, so I guess I kind of did mine a little fucked up. I kind of did mine not off top ten impact for this upcoming year, but who I think right now are the top ten in the league. So, um, I put twelve. I have eleven and twelve as a tie. Um, Lynch and Ajayi. Lynch, I want to see what he has left. I want to put him into. The- I guess throw AP in there too. I want to see what they have left. Lynch and AP. I can't put you in my top 10 yeah, until I see what you have left. They're older. They're... AP's older, coming off an injury. Lynch is just retired. And Ajayi, um, he just needs more body of work. Last year, if you look at his numbers, there were games where he had like 30-something yards and then another game where yeah, he'd have 200. He had like so... three games over 200 yards and then a right. bunch of games that under 90. Yeah. That were terrible games. So, like, I need to see more body of work. He's, very too, he's too boomer bust for me, put it that way. Yeah. Number 10 is a guy that 
Had no weapons last year. Probably still has no weapons. They did sign Robert Woods, but it's Todd Gurley. Talented as fuck. Like, mm. I know he wasn't great last year. I, I wanted him in mind, but I just... The, right. I love him. I love Gurley. I'm His a, rookie year, he had dogs. 1,100 yards and 10 TDs. Last year, 85 and 6. His rookie year averaged 4.8 yards per carry. Last year, 3.2. So, I'm hoping for his sake that... The line blocks better. Goff can do something, but yeah, he had nothing last year. You gotta hope Goff learns the playbook this year. <laughs> yeah, well, at least he's he can retarded. break a huddle. No, he's uh, yeah. <laughs> at least he can break the <laughs> Number right nine, right. I have him pretty low. He was only a rookie last year. I need to see more body work. Uh, is Jordan Howard? He did have thirteen hundred yards, seven TDs. I just I'm basing this off who I've seen more. So like yeah. I, that's the only reason I think he is a top five running back. But I only have him low because I've only seen him for. He started, what, 13 games? So that's where I'm basing that off of. Eight, Melvin Gordon. Love him. Needs to stay healthy or else he'd be higher. He had 1,000 uh, yards and 10 uh, rushing TDs last year on only 254 carries. He had 41 receptions for 419 yards and two more receiving touchdowns. So even in, like, the games that – like, he did get hurt, but even when he played, awesome. He is an awesome running back. Needs to stay healthy. Uh, Devontae Freeman I have at seven. Two years in a row, over 1,000 yards and 11 TDs. Great pass catcher, too. I think you guys already touched on enough there. Number six is Lamar Miller. I think I have him a little higher than everyone else. <laughs> he wasn't in my top yeah, ten. Yeah, <laughs> How about this stat for him? The past three seasons, Lamar Miller is fifth among all running backs in rushing plus scrimmage yards. No, I think he definitely. So he is super underrated and yeah. undervalued. I was going to have him in my list, but mm-hmm. his injuries, he's always banged up. I feel bad for him. Because they used him a lot last year. They did, and I'm hoping that for his sake that he could stay healthy. Because even through like all the times he's banged up, still be fifth among all running backs. It's pretty impressive. Number five, you guys are gonna hate me. It's Zeke. I do think this suspension is gonna happen. And once again, he only gave me one year so far. I want to see more. He's also running behind the arguably the best offense line. So if you put him in the Ram system, how good would he be? So yeah, I need to see it. True. I need to see it more than one year. Number four is Demarco Murray. 1,300 yards, 9 TDs with, with Henry stealing carries and touchdowns from him. So he could easily have 1,500 yards and 12, 13 TDs. Do you think Henry's going to get any more of the workload? He will, but I think DeMarco's still top five so, yeah, running like, back I don't know league. if they're going to – I think they might just run DeMarco to the ground and just I, – I thought Dallas did that, and then he had the one bad year in Philly because they were running running him sideways, but he's still – I think they might just beast. wait on Henry until DeMarco's – They could. Uh, number three is LaShawn McCoy. Last year at age 28 – Average 5.4 yards per carry. That was the highest rate of his career. So he hasn't shown any signs of slowing down. He looks like he's only getting better. Uh, number 1A and 1B, I have Le'Veon over David Johnson. We don't need to discuss anymore. I just think <laughs> <laughs> I think Le'Veon has a bigger dick. And that's, oh, that's whoa. Whoa. That's breaking that's news. That's false. That is breaking David news. Johnson has the totally biggest false. dick I've ever seen. In my life. You may think he's a better running back. There's no fucking talking about who's got the bigger dick. Yeah, it's David Johnson. DJ. Le'Veon Bell does. No, yeah. we can go on and on about it. You do want me a lot of money, so I'm going to give it to David Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> All right. There's the, there's the top 10 RBs, guys. Maybe do uh, tight ends next week, I think. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we, we can do that next week. Cool. Maybe wide receivers with yeah. it. Yeah, maybe we'll do wide receivers next week, tight ends the week after. Yeah. All right. Oink, oink, oink. Oink, oink. Time for the pig of the week. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Who we got? Line? Who's the pig? Uh, pig oh. of the week, Jace Blalock. How do you pronounce his last name? He's like 13 Blaylock. years old. Blaylock. Jace Blaylock. Dude hit a fucking baseball at 13 years old, 375 feet in a qualification in a qualifying game to go to the Little League World Series. Yeah. 
Yeah, dude, like he's he's fucking launched that shit. Oh, dude, that thing is. landed in the fucking oh, yeah. trees. He's oh, yeah. rocked that. Definitely worthy of being a pig. The best no. part about this though, it's it's it was really funny because just before that pitch, if you watch the video, we did tweet it out by the way. The the announcer says like, "Oh, the coaches are telling me that he can always, he can hit it to the trees and oh. you know, once he does that, we we can finally start seeing what he's really capable of." Next pitch, boom, into grand the trees. Slam. <laughs> Can't, you know, it, it was a grand slam too. No doubt about it. It, it by far only 13 you said right? that shit. 13 he I'm probably right. missed makes just makes the cut because i think it's like 11 and 12 year olds that can go to the world series i want to get something. a blood test he's probably like that uh it's well, funny here's that the thing. Yeah. We're, we're talking this is the pick of the week so we gotta get like into this this is the pick of the week <laughs> so my general thoughts on this pig our pick of the week one he needs to be tested for swine flu yes exactly. yes two i think that he had heh injected in his neck and eyebrows <laughs> and three he ran the bases with the helmet on his head Went to the dugout, the helmet sit on his head. I need to see the top of so his head. He got Barry Bonds head? Because I think that, mm-hmm. yes, I think his parents shave his head knowing, like, he's bald his power. Yeah, bald maybe. brings you power. He's definitely how, how bald. How old is the kid? 13. 13. He's 13. <laughs> he's definitely he bald. probably makes the cut. Nuts. He's definitely one of the three. He either is bald, has swine flu, or ACH I'm, gets I'm kind of upset a 13-year-old can hit a baseball farther, farther than any of us here. If he's bald, I'm not. See, something... There's, <laughs> I mean, I'm not bald. <laughs> he's 13. They could shave his head. You can. I've seen it. Something always happens, in my opinion. There's always a story that'll come out after a big name guy comes out for the Little League World Series, like you know, Danny, Danny, uh, whatever, Amante. Amante with the fake birth certificate. I'm waiting for someone to say, "Oh, we have a positive test results for PEDs," to you know, Jace. But if that doesn't come out, then he's a pig, dude. He's not. He's not doing if, juice. I'm um, not yet. The report I'm waiting to hear is, "Oh, he is officially bald, and now kids can't shave their heads anymore in Little League." <laughs> We're probably witnessing. <laughs> no. I mean, I'm going to say it. And- Should that be allowed? No. Not if it's going to let you hit 375 no, foot exactly. grand slams. That'd be a bald animal against 13 year olds that are yeah. shaking their in their fucking pants. Got to put them in the men's league at that point. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to say it. We might be witnessing the 13 year old Aaron Judge. Uh, I think he's going to be uh, 370 yeah. fucking five yards. Well, yeah, well, let's talk back. about this. Let's get them in the fucking pig pun. Let's get them muddy. John Jones versus a kid with a baseball bat. Give him the helmet too. John Jones is going to fucking kick his head off. Come on. Here's the thing. We're putting <laughs> Jace Blaylock against John Jones in our pig pen. I've seen the top of John Jones's head. I've yet to see Jace's. <laughs> Gotta go with John Jones. Easy, man. That's a very Easy. good point. I mean, I mean, you're telling me a kid can hit a baseball. Cool. Against some cheese dick that yeah, shouldn't even be throwing a woman. It's definitely impressive. I mean, I can't oh, do yeah. that shit, but like... John, but John Jones, Jones knocked out. Daniel Cormier, first knockout of his career. Yeah. Never been knocked yeah, out before. Gonna... And... and he called the shot. Right. After well, a year and three month playoff. What's the kid's name? Jace Blaylock. Jace Blaylock. Chop him up. He's slaughterhouse, bro. You're in the slaughterhouse. You're in the slaughterhouse. He's ribs now. I'm eating that shit. Mm. Good try, though. I mean, Smoke I really... him up for 12 hours. Hell yeah. There's another Little League <laughs> uh, player that I wanted to put as pig of the week because he literally is a pig. Boog Pal. If you guys look him up. Oh, Boog. Great. He's awesome. He's fat as fuck. Fat boy, yeah. Fat. Is that bad? 12 years old. 12 years old. Wait, oh, fat. 12 years old. And he's 220 pounds. F-A-T-T. Yeah, he's not fat. He's a fat boy. No, I'm saying F-A-T. 12 years old. 220 pounds. I'm fat. I don't care. I like that. We're allowed to say that word. It's okay. Congrats. Sean can't say it. Yeah, Sean, you can't say fat. Mike, you're on the borderline. It's our word. I'm past the borderline. I've been fat for like a year now. It's a fucking joke. I'm trying not to be anymore. Congrats. You're our second pick of the week but unfortunately yeah, yeah, our yeah. first slaughterhouse yeah. victim not taking down king pick jones john jones yeah, remains you in the gotta bring it more than that all right 
<laughs> that was definitely interesting. Yeah, it was. That was but, I'm uh, kind of exhausted after talking about figure the way you I'm, all I'm like, my, I'm like red in my face right now. I feel like I'm turning into a pig. <laughs> just oh, perfect uh, blood pressures rising to talk about UFC that just happened over the weekend. Oh yeah. Um. So we'll talk about three fights really quick. Nothing crazy. It was it was not like a big major card. So yeah. yeah. First fight I'll just talk about just because he's a legend, so we have to. Rashad. Sam. Yep. Sam Alvey against Rashad, Rashad Evans. Um. Evans is completely done. Yeah, he has, he's retiring. He has two options: retire or go to Bellator. Yeah, because that's, that's he where might, you, he might do good there. To be honest, he could. He, no, could. he could. I didn't watch the fight. How did he do? It was boring. It was literally like what, what did he try to do? He just tried nothing. to stand just, up and yep, just, stand there, just do nothing. It was. I think it was a split decision. He's there to cash a check. Then it was Alvi's decision. It, it was a joke. It was two guys just looking at each other. Mainly. Nah, yeah, um, that's always exciting. Sounds like it. You know, nice uh, Tyron Woodley. Maya Woodley. Yeah, Tyron Woodley <laughs> there you fight. go. The funny um, thing is, they, they they try to like they posted all these legendary highlight. Yeah, KOs always that back. They're, they're <laughs> posting his head kick KOs from ten years ago. Yeah, like come on, Chris, man. Chris, our guest last week, uh, he showed us the Wikipedia. Someone edited it right after the fight. It said, uh, "Alvi defeated Rashad Borings." Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, no, it was boring. It was the card itself was very good. That was the one fight that did not belong on the uh, card. Not the card was that good. Yeah. All those like lower level cards that like no one talks about, they're always good. Yeah, yeah. There was like so many fucking knockouts seven in the first, first round, round submissions. Yep, seven everything. first round finishes. I think it was tied a record or something. It's actually. crazy. But we got uh the Coman event you want to talk about? Um, real quick, Evans is done. I oh, think yeah, yeah. Alvi is apparently on this redemption tour, he's calling it, of people that have beaten Dan Henderson. So he's fighting <laughs> oh, so he's fighting like eighty year olds. Yes. Yeah, so <laughs> he called out Vitor Belfort after the fight and then Vitor the next day went on Instagram and basically accepted it and so I awesome. think that'll be the next fight. Cool. Is Vitor I'm Belfort and that. Sam Alvey. Um all right, moving on, Comain, Grasso and Marcos. I know you had Marcos? I had Marcos. It was the close. Redhead chick, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I had it was a very close fight. The second round was nuts. Uh, Grasso was easily great. won uh, yeah. Grasso won and Marcos easily won the first. Yep. So it was just about that third round. Um, Grasso landed a takedown. No, no. Marcos landed a takedown. Uh, Marcos, early. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Marcos really landed a takedown. She didn't do much with it, but she she held the position for like a good minute or yeah. two, which I thought was enough. And then just I, from a judging term, but uh, it was very tough to judge. To the technical striking because round one was clear. Round two was clear. Yeah. Now round three, me and Sean are. We defer here because I had Grasso winning 29-28. The thing is, she came in overweight. She did come in three I, pounds overweight. I'm not going to say that comes into decision-making. You when... know what does come into decision-making? She's Mexican, and it was in Mexico City. Oh, of course. So... She's beautiful, too. Uh, yeah, she is. <laughs> she is very beautiful. So they want her to win. And she lost her first fight to Felice Herrig when she was a big favorite. So her going oh, on two, it. they're trying to push you know, yep. young Mexican fighter. Yeah. And I don't think a loss would look good for her. Absolutely not. I could see her fighting Angela Hill next. Angela Hill, I think, called her out actually. So who's the champion of that division again? Joanna. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So you're not... Those I watched that fight. That's the one fight I watched, There's and they no, stand no shot. No for shot. every one strike they threw, Joanna's and throwing. Marcos a full was ranked flurry. ninth going into that fight. I feel like most she would get killed. starched. Yeah. yeah. Not even close. So uh, moving on to the main event was Sergio Pettis and Brandon Moreno. Yeah. Weird. Uh, how it went from round one it to was the rest of the fight. Unanimous decision for Oh, yeah. Sergio? Unanimous decision, uh, Sergio Pettis. Round one was borderline a 10-8 for Moreno. Dominated him. Took him down, body lock for two and a half minutes straight. Working on different sub attempts. Just basically wow. destroyed him round one. Just yeah. did whatever he wanted. Kind of looked like it was going to be that type of fight. And then We had it two, as that type three, of fight. Yeah, we, we did. Yeah. I think uh, me, you, and Chris all had to go into the decision, which it did. 
Chris picked Sergio. Yeah, he, picked he was Mario. the one I was right. Yeah. And I then, just um, hate all the Pettises. <laughs> Sergio looks good, man. He's only 23. He's only 23 still. Now he's 7-2 and two in the UFC. All seven are by decisions, but he wasn't boring. So this decision, it wasn't one of those like snooze fests like the Alvy Evans. It was It went the it full five crisp, rounds? Yeah, it's crazy. crisp wow. striking. He kept his distance, he used his legs, he used his jab. He looked he looked patient and excellent, honestly. They both have the the Pettis brothers, they both have that same style. Same and style, it's same, same so, everything. <laughs> it's gonna pay off so much in like the lighter division, oh, yeah. the flyweight. Oh it? yeah. No, he's perfect there. Yeah, it's gonna be he's nice. not, he has a future. I'd like to see him fight DJ. He's gonna get that fight probably. I definitely didn't get to see this fight, but it definitely sounds like it was a good one. No, yeah. no, it was a good fight. Moreno kind of looks like an orangutan when he throws his punches. <laughs> he he walks around with his mouth wide open and like he tries to do like a, the cruise where like his arms and like all that stuff. But it's like, nah, dude, like only Cruz and like TJ Dillashaw can do that. You can't, you can't pull that off. <laughs> Back sorry. down. I like you, but stop. But, um, I don't think he's going to get the DJ fight yet. I think he's actually going to get the winner of Wilson Heiss and, um, Cejudo. Cause Pettis is now ranked four in the updated rankings and he's tied with Heiss there. So I could see. Yeah. The yeah. UFC kind of doing like That's a right, win one more fight before. When DJ, Fights Borg, probably going to win. Um, of the record. If... They may have him fight TJ. Yeah. Or something, like a big... We don't big, know yet. Big pay-per-view for D, uh, Demetrius Johnson. They tried it. They yeah. did try that, but yeah. I guess it's up to Mighty Mouse, I guess. <laughs> he denied it. He wants to fight Ray Borg and get that title defense yeah. streak. He wants to beat Silva. <sighs> he's the only flyweight champion the UFC's ever had. Ever had. <laughs> he's he's, he's, he's yeah, trying he to keep it like that. Yeah. I mean, if you when you don't fight TJ Dillashaw to fight Ray Borg, not, not to take anything from Borg, he's good. Two fights ago, he missed weight, and now he's fighting for you know I don't know. I mean, he probably he wants to get that uh, the win streak. Right? He wants to get that record. It's a hundred percent what it is. Yeah. He wants to get the record. Dana White bashed him over it about the whole like um, you you will finally get pay per view buys and like make more money. Everyone yeah, has to no. pay on a free pay per view like an Ultimate Fighter card. Awful. <laughs> and then Mighty Mouse was like, oh, I had like this many buy rates for like whatever it was. It's like. Dude, that was awful. Those buy rates were awful. Like you can't just Dana White's like, so like you can't hate him, you can't love him. You can't. He just speaks his mind. He does speak his mind. <laughs> business, but the yeah. thing it, but the thing is, is he? Because he was like, "Here you go, we're gonna fight Ray Borg. Everyone buy it." Like he was so sarcastic about it, like yeah. basically bashing this event that like it's like how fly we rate bash, champ is like no, you can't do that. How we bash Tyron Woodley over yeah, the like, same shit. It, it just is kind of yeah, and Tyron fights a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Tyron fought a lot this year, so you should respect the fact that he is doing whatever he can to beat guys at their game. No, so. it, it's great, but there's still people are gonna see that eventually, and they're gonna not buy it regardless of how you sell it. DJ's only problem is that his competition. One, his competition, right. and two, he's small. So a lot of people don't want to see the small guys. They want to see the heavyweights and light heavyweights. Someone yeah. get knocked out. Yes, but he has finishing power. He finished Cejudo in round one. I want one. to see him uh, get a rematch against the Ultimate Fighter winner. What's his name? Tim Elliott. Tim Elliott. Tim Elliott. Uh, that was the I only know fight Tim Elliott where he looked uh, bad. Tim Elliott lost to Ben Gwynn his last fight, mm. or if it wasn't his last fight, it was a fight before that. So that it's won't be happening anytime soon. No, he got choked out. No, won. Like, oh, that's early, right. yeah, like yeah. a minute in, it was a big <laughs> upset. Elliott was like minus four hundred. That's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. You have anything on Moreno? Or um, honestly, I don't know what's him? next for him. Yeah. I I think that they should. He fought a lot this year. He fought. That's four fights in a year. I think they okay. need to like slow him down, give him like three four months off, and then. Give him someone easier. I don't know who off the top of my head right now, but he should not be fighting another guy in the top ten right now. Probably not. No, he needs he he needs to win because he's still young too, and they need to get him another win. Absolutely. So that will wrap up our UFC talk. Yeah. Um, that's gonna wrap up the show. 
Yeah, I'm cool with that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we'll talk about Mayweather uh, McGregor next week. We're getting yeah. closer and closer to that, so it's going to be interesting. There, there wasn't some... anything crazy that we were going to yeah. discuss on it anyway. He, Just... he fought some guy like in Yeah, he knocked training. down Paulie. Paulie claims he pushed me. Wah. Yeah, we'll get a big back and forth. It's all promotion for the fight. He's a Showtime analyst. He's gonna yeah. be call- he's gonna be calling the exactly. fight. Exactly. So. so a lot of people think it's just like that oh, should be interesting. Just- oh, guys, let's yeah. save it for next week, huh? Yeah. 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 Okay. yeah, yeah. Uh, thank you for listening, guys. Uh, don't forget to tweet us your thoughts, your top ten. Give us more ideas too. Like John's coworker, what was his name? PJ Campbell. There yeah. we go. Right. Like he again. gave an idea. We used it, and Absolutely. it took up like good 10, 15 minutes of our segment, maybe even 20. So if you guys give us good ideas, we're not going to be like, oh, no, we have this. Like, no, like we want your input. For so. real. Uh, yeah. Thank you so much You're for the fucking support. Us, like, so. seriously. Uh, Evan Abel, that was hilarious. The video you took, oh, I think, yeah. 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 I watched that shit like 10 times. <laughs> <laughs> He's got the loudest voice, and he's fucking parading the street. Pow, play podcast. <laughs> oh, that was great. I was kind of like walking away like, it's my podcast. I'm just like, oh, shit. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I'm thanks. Thanks. Shut up, shut up. Shit's great. I just want to say one thing. Yeah. Um, we had a little hater on uh, my boy John King over here today. <laughs> there were at least three beers, possibly four, inside that funnel. He funneled that like a fucking champ. And was it after that that you threw up, or was it after? Uh, <laughs> or wait, was it after didn't throw up. Didn't throw up. Not after that. He did throw. Did up. Threw up during the night. Do we know the guy who talked shit or what? No, nah, nah, he's got like six random, pictures, but, but, but still, he's got six shit. pictures. Guy, the ooey, comment on all. Ooey gooey dab New Jersey man. Is that sounds like. Uh, yeah, apparently he said stupid. that we, we had an amateur uh, funneling. And, uh, we should get the professional. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we don't do that. We no. talk about sports. No, yeah. We're changing our podcast. It's a pod, uh, podcast about funneling now. Maybe he didn't like the way you shouted the podcast name. Or was it the... <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. He was heavily intoxicated. He was heavily intoxicated. But, uh, but guys, don't forget. Down. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, keep a lookout for episode four next week. Tweet us at Foul Play Podcast and hit us up on Instagram at Foul underscore Play underscore Podcast. Stay tuned. One quick thing. Can we change the Instagram name so you don't have to stumble over it every time you say it? It's really annoying. It does automatically. (laughs) Uh, When I set it up, I'm like, why is it doing this? All right. Thank you for listening. Peace. Facebook too. Facebook too. Facebook too. Don't forget Facebook. Always leave Facebook out.